Hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of Adina Chats. It's Adina P. I'm here on this stormy Wednesday summer night. It's August 11th, and it's episode 29. Um, I think I'm going to make this episode the season finale while I brainstorm some upcoming episodes for the new season. It'll be a season three of Adina Chats. Um, I'm going to be discussing more of my processes um, regarding this podcast and how I can up the ante and make it less boring because <laughs> I've just been getting some tips on from YouTube about how everybody in mom has a podcast. But l- listen, I'm consistent, okay? I'm consistent. I think my topics are unique. So whatever. But anyway, Adina Chats, it's episode 29. This episode is called My Poetry Book. So shout out to me for uh, self-publishing my poetry book called Cinnamon. It was published in August of 2018. So this is a dedication. August of 2018. It is now August of 2021. It's been a while. Um, My book Cinnamon by Niani Peebles, that is my government name is available on Amazon. So go get it. And I hope you enjoy it. You know, reading back on my poetry, I'm like, I, I must have been in a in a dark place, but it's some good stuff. Like how they say about Mary J. Blige, if you guys are fans out there, of how her pain and suffering uh, created magical albums. Yeah. Uh, Cinnamon is that for me. Um, So I'm just going to read a few of my poems from that book, Um, Cinnamon. I'm going to read about eight. Oh, dedication to August. I'm going to read about eight of the poems in my book, Cinnamon. So if you hear me flipping through the pages, that's just me and my uh, copy, my one and only copy, because it is electronic. It's on Kindle. So even if you don't own a Kindle, you can get the Kindle app and purchase my book, Cinnamon. So the first poem is called Best Friend. I always have these best friends that flood me. They pour and pour with no drainage. I have no way to take it all in. Eventually, they get offended, not knowing that I didn't find my own outlet yet. My pot is still simmering, sometimes fragrant and sweet, other times funky and greasy, but always bubbling over. And that's Best Friend by me. The next poem is called Tired. Um, I can give you guys some background on the poetry as I read it, so it won't be so dull. So Best Friend was dedicated to, um, you know, the female friends that I felt like I was running into in my past. Um, Not all of them were necessarily best friends, but I consider them to be good friends. And uh, basically our relationship would just be about their traumas and me listening and then them not liking my feedback and not wanting to be my friend anymore. So... That's what best friend is about. Me not having an outlet, me not being able to talk to you, us not having a reciprocal relationship. 
period. <laughs> so that's what best friend is about. The next poem I'm going to read is called Tired. Enough of this crying and pity, I say, but I'm tired of always being strong. Let me be weak for a while. Let me look into the eyes of another while I bawl and let them know what I've been through and what I'm going through and how I can't get certain things out of my mind. This can be the antidote. I'm just waiting for this medicine. I want to not be silent for once. So tired is basically me um, in the past allowing myself, because I like to say allowing myself to be emotionally drained by others. Um, I always feel, and I still feel to an extent like I don't have an outlet. Um, my greatest outlet is writing and reading. Uh, that's my, well, I don't want to say reading. My greatest outlet is writing. And when I don't do that enough, I feel backed up. Like, you know, how some people say, oh, I'm backed up. I haven't had enough sex. I'm backed up when I'm not writing my shit out because it's self-therapy for me. Um, yeah, that's what the backstory on Tired is. The next poem I have that I want to read is called This Guy. Let me find the page. Okay, this guy. You always know when someone is lying. When they say they love you, they laugh or smirk and don't look into your eyes. Their tongue has an unnatural curve when it's expressing the L. The hands are not settled and they curve like claws full of pent up anxiety because the body knows what it really feels. No love, no genuineness, just speech conditioned to be said with no feelings behind it. So the backstory of this is uh, an ex of course and me feeling like he's uh, uh, emotionally unavailable. That's basically what that poem is about. <laughs> Another poem, well, the next poem is called My Trees. My Trees, strong and tall like a daddy, protective and brown, lined with aged, a grandma, fresh and sweet, a spoiled child, wild and free similar to the roots on my head, my trees. So that is just, um, this poem is more about taste and feel and, and family and happiness and self-love. Um, basically my roots or, and what I, um, some of my experiences and some experiences that I wish that I had as a child. <laughs> That's what My Trees is about. Um, the next poem I'm going to read to you is called When You're Happiest. Let me find the page. When You're Happiest. I like when it's simple and all depending on me because I can re recreate it to a T. A perk of introversion, no interruptions, smiles and pure joy contained in my little body, strictly from the heart, 
unconditional loveliness. So, the backstory of this poem is um, me creating my own happiness, basically. How I am so happy in my own space, in my own time, and how I can really just appreciate life um, on my own and just learning how to build up that happiness and joy inside of myself. And therefore I can give it out to others. That's the backstory on when you're happiest. The next poem that I'm going to read is called Sandalwood and it's on the next page. Sandalwood, like the gold gleaming on my brown skin when he was there, bowing to me, the life giver, the life taker, gold like the necklace of nativity, streaming like the Nile down my torso, the color of sand that slips through hands. So sandalwood is just an ode to um, the brown skin and to Africa and to the desert sands and to the beauty and to the gleaming sun and how it just, you know, pops all of this melanin. That's what sandalwood is an ode to. I hope you enjoy that one. The next poem is called Drive By. It hit me hard. I rolled up on it, landed back on the concrete, blacked out to your words, swimming in the comfort of darkness with numbing beauty, tried walking again, but instead I was floating, being held up on both sides by invisible souls. So this poem actually has a very funny backstory. I know some people don't think it's funny, but every time I tell the story, people laugh. So this is a story, um, the backstory of this is, it's me uh, beautifying the time that I got hit by a car when I was 19. I got hit by a car and the, and the car drove off. It was very, uh, I remember it vividly, but I can just remember like, just basically feeling like I'm floating. I was knocked unconscious, but it I didn't feel any pain even when I got up. I just was like dizzy and things like that. I, I felt like I was floating. Um, it it um, actually felt good in a way. I, I still question if I died and like came back to life. Like it, it, it felt like good. <laughs> and I did have that, that scene of, you know, life flashing, my life flashing before my eyes. I saw pictures of myself as a child, pictures that I've never seen before. I've seen, I saw myself as a child in angles and um, not from pictures that I've ever seen before, you know? So um, that expression of, oh, my life flashed before my eyes, like right before I died or right when I thought I was gonna die. Like that is, that's some real shit, just letting y'all know. But that's the backstory to drive by. And it's so funny that I made it sound so eloquent. <laughs> the final poem that I'm gonna read is called Read This. <laughs> That's the name of the poem. It's called Read This. Let me turn to the page. Read this. Happiness began with me. 
Looking at the sky, there was a cloud that reminded me of when I ran through green grass, picking dandelions, doing splits, and taking rolls until my clothes had stains. That's probably why I love the smell of earth and watching worms squirming through my fingers. Um, this poem is excellent to end the night with because it's just happy. It's fancy free. It's light. It's pretty. And it's about playing as a child. That's the backstory to it, basically. Me remembering um, always being in the grass um, with my family, um, running, playing with bubbles, playing in my grandmother's uh, front yard or backyard in the dirt, <clears throat> loving to see worms and how they move and loving to touch them, loving to be in the dirt to the point where I would get ringworms and all this type of all these types of things and just being a freaking kid and um, being ignorant to the troubles of the world. That's what Read This is about. So I, I hope you guys enjoyed this um, possible season finale episode. I know that doesn't sound very professional, but <laughs> it is what it is. I'm trying to be real with you guys. So um, I'll see you next time on Adina Chats. Bye.